A couple of verses from Matthew. First of all, chapter 24, verse 34. Truly I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. And then verse 36. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. When we read verse 34, I'm sure that Matthew could not have thought of this generation as lasting only 30 to 40 years after the crucifixion. He did probably believe, however, that the end would come before all of Jesus' hearers had died. I think it is worth honestly admitting there is a discrepancy between verse 34 and verse 36. One expositor has rightly said that Christ's whole manner of speaking concerning the second advent seems to have two faces. Therefore, we who are left at a loss to interpret his words may find this a wise and plausible solution. Verse 34 is Matthew's belief, and verse 36 has the authentic marks of Christ's own words. Paul Schmeidel has argued, I believe rather convincingly, that when words ascribed to Jesus run counter to the hopes of his disciples, we may doubly trust their authenticity. Notice that phrase nor the sun. It has a strong warrant here. The self-emptying of Jesus as set forth in Philippians chapter 2 verse 7 comes to mind. The incarnation by the very meaning of the word spells limitation. When I was preparing this service it struck me that we know so little our political and economic wisdom is again and again confounded by events. We misjudge even our human nature. We cannot predict what one day shall bring. Why then should we imagine that we can read with accuracy the scroll of history? Jesus says, about that day and hour, no one knows. When I read or hear those words, I cannot help but remember days and hours about which I did not or could not know. The day when one of my best school friends rang me and told me he had terminal cancer. The day a judge decreed that I was a divorced man. The day I met Helen for the first time. The day friends of ours asked me to conduct the funeral service for their 21-year-old daughter who had been murdered. The day and hour I felt lost and confused in a life which I had everything I wanted. The day I had to go to court to get justice for a resident after a member of my staff had been stealing from her. The day an ex-employee of mine asked me to pray for her son who had COVID and was in intensive care. She always told me she did not believe in God. 
The day and the hour about which we do not know comes to each and every one of us in a thousand different ways. It can come to us as an unexpected gift or as an unwanted loss, an unimagined future or a dream come true. Regardless, we have no way of knowing when, how or if it would come and we have had no way of knowing what it would bring. Despite our best efforts to plan and prepare for the future, we live in the midst of uncertainty and unknowing. There are days and hours that take us completely by surprise, in good ways and not such good ways. I have told you some of the times that I did not know the day and the hour. Later on, when you have some time, think of the times that you were found in the hour and day that you did not know. You will, I believe, have been caught off guard. You will have been taken by surprise. Just think of what happened on that day, in that hour that you never expected, wanted or could have imagined. The day of uncertainty and not knowing are what Advent is about. Advent is not just a season of the church year. I believe it describes our life. The seasons of the church year are a lens through which we can see and reflect upon our lives. Advent, whether in the church or in life, always begins with a day and an hour about which we do not know. Nobody knows when, where or how that day and hour will come. It is unforeseeable and unpredictable. It comes, Jesus says, like a thief in the night or a sweeping flood. Every year the gospel for the first Sunday in Advent sounds ominous and threatening. Apocalyptic texts tell us of the very end of the world. I believe this is how it can feel when things in life are uncertain and the future is unpredictable. We feel powerless to control what will come next. I guess that it can feel as if the world as we know it is ending. But in today's Gospel, Jesus never said the world was ending. Jesus was not predicting the end of the world. I believe that he was talking about how we were to live in the face of impermanence and changes that are neither predictable or controllable. Impermanence and uncertainty characterise today's gospel. It begins with a day and an hour about which we do not know, and it ends with the unexpected hour, and everything in between is about not knowing. Jesus speaks about not knowing five times. We do not know the day, the part of the night, or the hour in which it, whatever it is, will happen. We do not know is that it is, whatever it is, happens in the ordinariness of life. We can be eating, drinking, marrying, or giving in marriage, working in the fields, or grinding wheat. I, at this point, started to wonder if we've misunderstood what the apocalypse is really all about. What if the apocalypse was not about some unknown day in the future, but about today 
and every day. Maybe we are always living in apocalyptic times. Just look at the world today. Read the newspapers, watch the news. I believe if there is a theme, it is uncertainty, not knowing, a feeling of chaos and powerlessness. So, what if apocalypse is not about the grand finale, the end of the world, but about the living in the midst of uncertainty and unknowing, living with unpredictability of the future, living in the midst of chaos? Apocalyptic days and hours are difficult ones. Life feels chaotic and out of control. We often don't know what to say, and we sometimes don't even know what to pray. Questions abound, and answers are few and far between. Explanations neither satisfy nor make sense. I believe that the day and the hour is not so much about what is happening in our head, but what is happening in our heart that deep place where the mystery of God and our own life meet. The question then is not about the end of the world, but about how we live with uncertainty, not knowing and powerlessness. What does faithfulness look like in those times? How do we live in the midst of impermanence? Where is our centre? on that day and hour. The challenge of Advent, of that day and hour, about which we do not know, is to cultivate what the poet Keats called negative capability. Negative capability is the ability to sustain uncertainty, to live with not knowing, to stand in the mystery, to keep the questions and possibilities open, to embrace ambiguity, to not be too quick to resolve or shut down doubt, and to do all of this without running away and trying to escape, without grasping the facts and reason, without blaming others and justifying ourselves. I believe that is what Jesus is getting at when he says, keep awake and to be ready. Keep awake and be ready for what? Well, I wish I could tell you, but I can't. I don't know. It is the day and the hour which no one knows. The most I can tell you is to keep awake and be ready for whatever comes to you and what does not come to you as well because that is the unfolding of your life. These days and hours are unpredictable. They are unknown. They are impermanent. I believe that does not, however, diminish life. It heightens its value. It deepens its meaning. It opens us up to the possibility of the impossible, to life and more life. Everything matters, and we should not want to miss a moment. Amen.